0: Guys, I am so excited about this episode. We, I, we, 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 I, I don't know. I'm talking with Lauren Luke, a physical therapist. She specializes in pelvic floor physical therapy. She was referred to me with Golden Reviews. I'm just so excited about this. Um... I'm also really kind of embarrassed because like so many times I get so excited and I feel like I interrupt or I'm just super pumped. I'm learning y'all, but Lauren is a rock star. We had so much fun in this. It was very clear that we need more episodes, multiple episodes, so I'm excited to do that. Um, Since then, something to note is that when we recorded this episode, she was my vagina hero on all social media, but you know, the fools out there had to like go and start sending like inappropriate videos and stuff like that. And that just couldn't be. So, you know, this is why we can't have nice things, but I really want you to follow Lauren Luke at The Pelvic Peacemaker on Instagram and in her Facebook group. I'm excited to have her back. I'm really excited to introduce this professional, um, because I am just dreaming of all the episodes that we can make to kind of talk about all the ins and outs of health from a holistic standpoint. And I think all of us women can relate to all the things that she says in this episode. Without further ado, welcome to Thin Fat Line. Welcome
1: to Thin Fat Line, the podcast that explores the line between loving yourself just as you are and the unhealthy and toxic things we do and say Sometimes in the name of health, hosted by Whitney Andrews, a girl who has been coming to terms with her own journey of health and self-love for as long as she can remember. Warning, the following conversations may be triggering and may discuss sensitive topics. Please move forward as you feel comfortable. The goal of this podcast is to create a conversation and community of support and understanding. Welcome to Thin Fat Line.
0: Welcome everybody to Thin Fat Line. This is Whitney Andrus, your host for today. Thin Fat Line is the podcast that explores the line between the things we do in the name of health that really serve us and the things we do in the name of health that are really toxic. And my goal for this podcast is to really kind of break down and like if people walk away with one thing, it's that health is not singular. Um, health is kind of a wheel and needs to kind of work in harmony with each other, all the different forms. You can follow us at ThinFatLine on Instagram, on Facebook at ThinFatLine. It's ThinFatLine with Whitney. Um, or you can follow me on the gram at WitAndress or on TikTok, Wit Talk Andress for all my shenanigans and my bad dance moves. Um, so today I'm really excited because we have, I've been saying it in the past podcast, we have the Vagina Hero Herself my vagina hero miss lauren luke who is a physical therapist and specializes in the pelvic floor Um, and we'll talk about where you can follow her but if you haven't figured out you can follow her on the gram at my vagina hero and then she also has an extremely educational facebook group um and it is called women's pelvic spine and core support if you want to invite her if you can't find it just slide into my DMs and I'll send you the link. So welcome, Lauren.
2: Thank you, Whitney, for having me. And for those so of you excited.
0: that can't see, Lauren and I are completely twinning right now. We oh are. Totally oh. unintentionally, both in our like little sweatshirts and our yoga pants, our uniform of choice. Yes. And um, yeah, I'm excited. So I yeah, think it just me too. I'm now super pumped about it because if we show up looking the same. We're going to have a good conversation. We are, for sure. So I guess (laughs) let's just jump right in. Yeah. Tell people, kind of explain what you do. Like pelvic floor specialist. Yeah. What does that mean? I have a fairly good idea, but like, let's talk about it.
2: Okay. So I am a women's health physical therapist. I specialize in the pelvic floor and spine. Um, So dysfunctions in those areas. Um, Your pelvic floor is responsible for sexual function, urinary function, bowel function, Um, and so, yeah, so um, that's, you know, that's the pelvic floor. And um, my favorite um, women to treat are pregnancy and postpartum.
0: Well, and I, I think was first introduced to your name by a friend who did um, yoga with you.
2: Okay. Yes. Specializing. I'm also yoga yeah. Yes, specializing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Specializing in that. And then it kind of, you know, I'm in your group and I was telling you kind of like before there was, you posted a little graphic and it was like all the reasons you may need a pelvic floor specialist, you know? And, uh, you know, there's the tightness in the hips and you think about that. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't have pain with sex. I didn't mm-hmm. really have any issues. Like Well, my child never came out from there, Mm -hmm. but, um, but it was like the urgency, like to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, I watch those commercials where they're like, Hey, and I'm like, that's me. Like when I have to go, I have to go. And like, people are learning a lot about me right now. Uh But I think where I say that is I never really would have connected that. Right. Which is what I think happens a lot of times is this isn't exactly stuff until this moment that I talk about publicly. (laughs) Right. Um, some I'm outing but myself now.
2: super common, one in three women have a it, urinary, have a bladder issue. It's so like, like not I cannot 11. drink ca-
0: caffeine. Like caffeine yes. just, you know. Um, but it was like, until then, it's not something you're like, hey, on Facebook, I need some recommendations. Because when I have to pee, I have to pee. And I think, and I know it's common because I'll... Mm-hmm. Be in a car with a friend and they're like, oh my God, I'm so glad you said something. And I'm like, how are you able to hold it? That's what I need to know. Uh-huh. But, um, so talk about yeah. some of the like things. Cause I know, you know, from your perspective, when I asked the question right before I kind of launched back into this, I was like, what is health? Right. And you said free from disease. Like it was a very, yeah. like very scientific. And I think yeah. it's so right on. But from a perspective of kind of like overall health, because we've Mm -hmm. talked about some issues like pain and sex and uh, urination. These aren't things people really talk about. There's a lot of shame around them for one reason or another. Yes. But talk to me a little bit about kind of what your goal is with what you do for people. Yeah, right. So (laughs) education and empowerment,
2: right? So helping women um, get more comfortable about talking. About their lady parts, about their vagina, about their vagina. (laughs) So we can. So I think you saw the post about. um, It was um, a quote from um, Bishop from a bishop that says, "We've got to stop pulling women out of the water. We got to figure out why they're falling in." Right. Right. And so I think one of the reasons is because the shame around our issues, and. It starts with us being comfortable talking about our bladder issues, talking about um, our sex issues, talking about our poo poo problems. You know, nobody yes. wants to talk. I'm probably. I, I love, take that back. My I husband and my shit. kids
0: love to talk shit. They um, like to talk about what it looks I'm a shit like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there's a secret album on yeah. my teenager and my husband's phone that's just their poop. Yes, I'm not positive. I, I said su- about you. I suspect <laughs> that it exists. I've never actually seen it, but yeah, yeah. I think yeah. because I definitely am one. Like we don't talk about poop. Not even yeah. I always like. I'm like, look again. I'm it. in a I place, yeah. but like, and then my youngest only wants to talk about farts, and I'm like, I guess I should be glad that she's not super ashamed of her flatulence since <laughs> we all have to have it. Be True. really comfortable. Yeah, but um, so I guess like how like. How did you get into this? Like because right. I think this is something that 100% needed and it wasn't mm-hmm. until I was I think pregnant that I ever even thought of pelvic floor because you're yes. OB because of the nature of their job and right. my midwives were like pelvic floor, pelvic floor, pelvic floor especially cuz I wanted to give a natural have a natural birth. Yeah. And um, that was the first time I really I haven't thought about that, right? Right. And I was like, what, 34? (laughs) Yeah. 35. I don't know how old I was when she was 30, 33, 34. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
2: If you would have asked me in physical therapy school, okay. If I was going to be helping women with bowel and bladder problems, (laughs) I would have thought, you're crazy. You know, why would I how would I do that? I'm I'm gonna treat athletes. Right. I'm gonna help. Athletes recover from ACL injuries, yes. you know? Right. Because, um, yeah, so, and after I got out of PT school, you know, I was very motivated to becoming um, board certified in orthopedics. Okay. So, yeah, so it was helping, to well, helping to those both. athletes. <laughs> right. Until
0: I got pregnant.
2: So, right. It's, so well,
0: <laughs> Until. It's, And so, you know, you mentioned something, and I just thought about it. I mentioned on the last podcast, I'm pretty sure that most of my podcast topics come from TikTok. Uh I'm being totally 100% honest. Um, Because there's a lot of, like, really clever people out there. Mm -hmm. But I saw this one yesterday, and it was like, let me tell you why women are wizards. Have you ever thought about the fact that they can turn something without a bone hard, that they can (laughs) bleed seven days without being injured, that they can create human life,
1: like and it was like yes. all these
0: things that like are typically kind of like shamed. Yeah. In the public, like we don't talk about our periods, yes. we don't talk about like our bladder, we don't talk about mm-hmm. like all this. But she's like, So if you're just curious, like women are wizards, yeah. like you don't need to know how it happens. Right. But it was like one of those things that I'm like, you're so right. Like I can do all these, these things. things. <laughs> like And so yes. it was like really like I thought about that and I was like, oh, that would be for Lauren. But, um, yeah. And it was interesting that. that I saw it last night before I was coming to talk to you and we we're yeah. talking about this, but, um, so you got pregnant. Yes. And you started thinking about your pelvic floor. Oh, because oh, does felt it when they're <laughs> creating life. Okay. Yeah. I was
2: having tremendous pain, tremendous okay. pain in my hips and my back, my pelvic floor. I could barely stand for longer than 30 minutes. Okay. Without feeling like my pelvic floor was going to So, uh, the muscles, right, between my pubic bone and my tailbone. Um, And I thought, man, you know, here I am, a physical therapist, an orthopedic physical therapist, and, like, I don't understand what's happening to me. Right. I really don't get this, right? Um, That made me feel a little shame, just, like, having to admit, like, wow, I don't really I don't don't know what's going on. I don't really know what's going on. And, you know, and my gynecologist was, oh, yeah oh yeah, that's, that's normal. Yeah. That's, that's just what you're, you're going to have pain. Don't worry. It'll go away. Um, postpartum. I was like, but there's just so much heaviness. She's like, oh, the, the baby's probably low. I'm like, but, um, three weeks. I mean, I'm three months
0: pregnant. I don't know. (laughs) I swear I could feel my pelvic floor and my toes when I was pregnant. I was pregnant everywhere, (laughs) but okay. So, and that comes up. It's like how Mm -hmm. much in our own, like And, look, I am so grateful for health professionals and, like, very, like, modern health. Like, I tell people, like, I'm always, like, I'm, like, only, like, quasi-hippie, like, woo-woo, you know? Like, I need a little bit of both. Me, too. But how much in our modern healthcare system we've normalized, like, discomfort and pain. Mm -hmm. So, like, oh, that's normal. And I think... We have a mutual friend in Cheryl Jean who always, yeah. like, pain is not a natural Normal. part of aging. That's right. Like, it's not there. And so even for me, I think about how many times I've said, like, man, there's soreness or, like, dealing with – talk about, like, how far up pains that can be due to the pelvic floor because I can think of, like, people who just keep complaining about sciatic and it wasn't mm-hmm. until I got pregnant they're like, mm-hmm. it's not sciatic. Right. Well, like, yeah. it's not your back that you're feeling. It's, right. It's, it's your ass. Yeah. Like, (laughs) you have pain in your ass, literally.
2: So crazy statistic, 95% of women with low back pain have a pelvic floor dysfunction, right? Whoa, mind-blowing, okay? We are built differently than men, okay? We have less ligaments, right? The, The soft tissue that holds bone to bone together, we have less of that because we have to birth a baby, okay? Right. Um, men have more of that. To, the way it has we to open up the size that of a watermelon. It has to open up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is true. So, um, so therefore, you know, we need more muscle recruitment to help stabilize that area a little bit more um, during childbirth and postpartum. So, so yeah, that's kind of why women, our are, are, are low back pain is different from men's. Right. Um, um, so... Yeah.
0: Well, and I think you know, just being built different, and I know you primarily deal. I think you see that a lot in the kind of more diet industry too. Is that diets that were designed for men yeah. don't account for women's hormones,
2: uh, and yet, yes,
0: it's you know, um, yeah. Yeah. and so I'm, s- and you know, if men can do this stretch, it should work for women too, well, and that's uh, not the case. Yeah. So we're wizards. Wizards. <laughs> Menus. we're wizard we're what's, different i'm not <laughs> a harry potter fan i was trying to think of like what's the opposite of a wizard and yeah. i'm like a mug a muggle or i don't know yeah all the harry potter fans right. are coming for me now
2: right women uh, are not little men yeah you know and what I'm so
0: and i think it's like i'm so grateful that there are two types because if both if everybody was having the same issues at once it would be bad yeah. It, would, it would be chaos. It would be anarchy. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a thing is, like, how many, like, the resources are out there for that, for women. Mm. We just don't talk about it. Yes. I feel like coming from, like, I'm going to go to, the like, the marketing and PR, I feel like the resources that mm-hmm. have the money to promote them and give them out to the public are primarily for men. Yes. Absolutely. And that that could be a whole soapbox just on the BMI oh. scale on its own. Oh yeah. Which FYI, we're going to talk about the BMI oh, scale and how oh. it was designed as yes. a study in eugenics for the optimal white male. Just facts. But yes. we'll get there later. Yes. I have later. Around that too. Yeah. Okay. will we'll, we'll just have to come back and talk about that alone <laughs> yeah. because I have a soapbox about yeah, BMI. Well,
2: me too.
0: Um, I have It'll a soapbox a about. I have a soapbox about a lot of things. Me too. They're just lined up. Sometimes I carry them with me. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So talk a little bit about like what it looks like. So I come to you and I'm right. like, hey, I have back pain. I was referred to a pelvic floor specialist. Yes. Um. Talk to me about kind of like what women, when should they come see you and then what should they expect? Okay.
2: <laughs> so, it's a loaded
0: question probably. Okay. Sorry.
2: It, it is, but that's okay. Let's see if we can. Let's go. Peace, Let's piece. go. Okay, so if you're having any low back or hip pain. Okay. Um, if it's bothering you to sleep at night. If you're having pain um, taking care of your children. If you're having pain with intercourse. Okay, which I see a lot of women. I'm like, do you have pain with intercourse? No, no, it's no, it's fine. Um, but they have gotten so used to pain. Because maybe they've been... Dealt, maybe they've been dealing with endometriosis for such a long time and they've they've normalized pain right right They don't even know that that's painful right until right. I do an um, internal assessment but um, yeah so maybe you're having um, belly problems like bladder issues, bowel issues. Um, so yeah those all are kind of under the umbrella okay. <laughs> Of, of the, the pelvic, pelvic floor, floor dysfunction. Which, because,
0: I mean, I think if I'm up until, I always thought of pelvic floor as something like you had a baby, you're pregnant, you deal with, but outside of the realm of like creating life. Oh. But, I mean, I think about some of my issues, and they were far before I was ever, so it's not just a prenatal, no. natal. No. I guess w- when you're pregnant, is it prenatal? Prenatal. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm like, or is it natal?
2: No, it's what? pre. It's pre, and like just the whole like I always think of like pelvic perinatal. floor is
0: prenatal, postnatal, and yeah. that's it. That's that's who not, you exist for, but it's well, not that's my at all niche. My right niche 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 niche. It doesn't matter. I mean, I just called it natal, so I think that we're solid. I think okay. people,
2: yeah. So, um, so no, I see a lot of women okay before they've had children. So here's a crazy statistic: eighty okay. percent of athletes um, that have not even had a baby yet leak urine.
0: 80%. Which You know, I'm going to say Whoa. that doesn't <laughs> shock me because I was for a little bit kind of within the powerlifting uh-huh. community. Yeah. And one of the things they were like, we have to normalize. Like they're like throwing up these huge weights and you see like yeah. these things. And so when you're mm-hmm. tight and everything up, like a woman's body, isn't meant to like contract that muscle without like whatever's uh-huh. in you. So it's like both stay hydrated, but also don't piss yourself. Right. Like while you're throwing up like 500 pounds. Well, that's, right.
2: Well, that's really great because some of those institutions tell women, oh, if you're not pissing yourself, you're not lifting enough. And it's just so, kind of whoa. like,
0: <laughs> it was, it was what, that was but the that's first, good. that's actually good. Like It, it was they the were first time that, that like, I saw that because I was like, I mean, I could like lift a bottle of water sometimes and, you know, yeah. but, um, it was, that was the first time. So that statistic actually doesn't like, I say that because I'm like, that makes sense. Cause if you think about like the level of training that these athletes go oh. through,
2: yes, absolutely. And those yeah. muscles are stabilizing your pelvis and they're stabilizing your spine. So yeah, they're, um, you know, they, they're, um, have bowel, bladder, and sexual function, right? Right. But they're also stabilizing your pelvis, right? And your spine. And every step you take, that force goes up into your leg, up into your pelvis, into your pelvic floor muscles. So it's just, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just don't think about the pelvic floor. It's well, very it's taboo. Well, <laughs> we think about legs. We think, you yeah. know, you go
0: to a massage. I think, you know, why I don't think I thought about it is because if I go to a massage therapist, the sheet stays uh-huh. over, like, they don't get, like, even though where I need it is, like, the groin. Like, I want somebody, like, yes. digging into, like, the right. groin area. Yes. They're not moving that sheet. Right. From there, because. Yes. Oh, I want get in there. <laughs> like, get up in there. <laughs> like, um, get in there. Well, and I think it's, like, really to prepare <laughs> yeah. people, too, because yeah. Yeah. there is this, you know, we talk about the lines between everything. I think mm. there is this line of, oh, if yeah. there's not the education when they come see you, it can feel a little, like. Well, it's going to be invasive one way or the other. Invasive. But it can also feel very like, oh, my God, was that right or wrong? Yeah. What just happened? Harassment. Like, where's yeah. the thing? So mm-hmm. I definitely can see where Absolutely. it's kind of, unless you're looking to talk to somebody about the pelvic floor, this yeah. is this is how it works and this is what's going on. it can be like, there has to be like a level of like. Protection for everybody involved to know yes. that they're in a safe space.
2: Exactly. Yeah, that's um, very
0: important to me.
2: Well, safe and space. I think <laughs> that you
0: do a really good job because for anybody listening, one of the things I love about you is I've actually, like, full disclosure, never gone and seen you. Yeah. I, I keep telling Amber, I'm like, I'm going to make an appointment. I'm going to do this um, because you posted that graphic. And I'm not like, well, shit, you Diss know, me. like. Diss me, right? Yeah. How so many like,
2: people do? <laughs> like, I'm like,
0: Oh. And, like, I make no qualms about it. Like, if people go on a right. road trip with me, they're like, oh, do you want me to grab you, like, a coffee? And I'm like, nope. Nope. Water yeah. like, only. No do you want to stop 10 times? Want- <laughs> nope. And I'm not talking, like, it could yeah. be, like, we stop it on the side of the Chafalaya Basin yeah. Bridge. Like, there is no, like, we don't Hold wait till it. we get yeah. to a gas station. Mm-hmm. But, and so I was like, diss me.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
0: but... I think one of the things that I love about you is that you want to, going to the, like, creating the safe spaces, Mm -hmm. especially in your industry, I would think safe space would equate with a lot of knowledge and a lot of, like, this is my background and this is what you could be experiencing. And in your group, so for anybody listening who may not be local Mm -hmm. to this area, there's so much information in there that, like, you read about it and you're like, okay, like, I am not an abnormal human being, but I also, this isn't normal. And I think that's really what it comes down to is, like you said, we've normalized pain. So yeah, talk, I, I really like, if you were talking to somebody, they kind of feel these things, they make an appointment. Yes. What are things that they can expect at that first appointment? You know, obviously they're the basic yeah. kind of like, let's go over everything. What are yeah. you experiencing? But like. Because I think honesty with your medical professionals is a huge issue that people have. They're like, I don't want to say that. And it's like you have to say everything.
2: Yes, and I understand because I have been in pelvic floor therapy myself. (laughs) And so I definitely walked in with, like, my shirt over my head the first time um, when I saw my my pelvic floor therapist. Um, It's like, help me. Help me. This is so embarrassing. I'm about to talk to you about such embarrassing things. Um, and so I get it, you know, and I, <laughs> I always want my patients to know, like this is a, that it is a safe place. I'm not judging them. I've actually been in their position <laughs> before. I know it, I know it's embarrassing. Um, you know, but, but at the end of the day, it's, it's their treatment and I'm going right. to do whatever um, makes them feel safe. So going into treatment, (laughs) what do you expect? (laughs) Well, first, I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about your medical history, okay? So with my patients, I usually have an hour and a half, okay? And we're talking everything. I want to know, let's go how you were birthed. You know, were you birthed through a cesarean section? Were you birthed vaginally? Did you have lots of ear infections? Were you on antibiotics a lot as a child? This stuff matters. This stuff matters. I'm for like checking bladder boxes, stuff. I'm like, let me take notes
0: here. Yeah.
2: No, this stuff matters. So I want to know all of that. I want to know when did you start getting bladder issues? Did you night wake? Did you, I'm sorry, <laughs> did you pee your bed at night? Yeah. Do you remember that? <gasps> I did do. Did you wake have up a lot. <laughs> problems? Yeah. Did you have I night problems? Wake. Did you have sexual abuse, emotional abuse, verbal abuse? That matters. I need to know those things because your bowel and bladder and your pelvic floor muscles are directly connected to your nervous system. Okay? So I need to know those things. I want to know about your nutrition. That is important. I'm not putting you on a diet. But there are there are things that can help your bowel and bladder, and there's things that can hurt, which you you already know. So you're like caffeine, nope.
0: Um. <laughs> I, I was like, I can have one cup of coffee, <laughs> and I just need to know that, like, within like you know, 30 minutes, I'm going to have access to a restroom, and yeah. then I'm good. Yeah, right. But, but that's not always the case. Yeah. When I was drinking, like, uh-huh. a 32-ounce Fountain Coke a day, because Fountain Coke is much better than any other Coke.
2: Oh, yeah, the carbonation. Oh, it's different. It's, so it's different.
0: It's not I the same. I haven't had it's one like the months.
2: in months. <laughs> it's been months. It's not the same. Oh, but you know what you turned me on to?
0: The um, pops. Pop. Oh. oh, my gosh. So I can't have it right now because <laughs> okay. I had the surgery. Yes, and it creates like carbonation in general yeah. can make you kind of like it just oh. fills up my stomach faster. Yeah. Right. But that strawberry vanilla olipop is the best thing. It's the best. So it was funny because I, I started working with nutrition and so I guess it was in July and I got one at like fresh some someplace where I could get one can. Mm-hmm. And I was like, This is actually really good because like don't I can't stand diet sodas, mm-hmm. first of all. And yeah. they're I, I'm pretty convinced they're no better for you than any other oh, one.
2: I think they're worse. I, and you're so, better off drinking a regular soda.
0: <laughs> I was than I was being so one. healthy. <laughs> but right. um but oh like I think we were having like a pizza night. That's what it was. We were having a pizza night and I was like, oh, this is like when I want this for those Ollipops. Plug for Ollipop. <laughs> Plug. i the strawberry vanilla is my favorite. Yeah. I got the grape ones. My kids liked it. But I wasn't, mm-hmm. I was, because I do love a like, good, like grape Fanta, mm-hmm. like brings back childhood yeah. memories, but total, total rabbit hole there. Olive pops oh, yeah. are, the, are the jam. <laughs> but well, why
2: were we talking? Oh. Because we're talking about
0: like sodas and stuff like that, is, because okay. you know, I know like caffeine really
2: is a affects me. For it's you a trigger for, for me. You.
0: right. And that was what it was. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so we're talking about nutrition. Food. So yeah. you're talking about food. Yes, and- so, um,
2: yeah, so I have a certification in functional nutrition. So okay, I didn't know that. See, I learned yeah. something new. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm looking at new. So I'm looking at nutrition different, right? Okay. Than like somebody that's trying to help you lose weight. Like I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about your body size. I care about your bladder health. I care about your um, bowel health. I care about your hormonal health and your brain health. Okay. Okay. And so that's why we're talking nutrition, because I need to know what your triggers are. I need to know, you know, what you're putting in your body so I can help you poop better. Right. So we can get rid of bladder problems, right? I'll so, never
0: forget the first time I filled out a nutrition intake form. There was mm-hmm. an entire section of, like, four questions on, like, what my current poop looks like. And I was like, What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> am I supposed
0: it to matters. check boxes? Yeah. they were like images. And I'm like, am I supposed to check boxes? Like it was the most bizarre thing, but then I understood mm-hmm. it as I went down the journey. Cause yeah. I would have checked a different box. Um, and so it was fascinating to me mm-hmm. how much you can learn from the things that come Ooh. out of ourselves, Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, so you, you said something and you said, you know, I don't care about the size of your body. Do Mm -hmm. you find that the size, and I I get that this isn't a a one size fits all answer, Mm -hmm. no pun intended, but like Mm -hmm. how much do you find the size of the body? Like, I guess, and I'm more talking size as in true, like there's a difference between I'm a bigger person. Like I was talking earlier, I'm built like my dad Mm -hmm. who's like he's thick and like Mm -hmm. at my smallest, like I'm a thick, I'm tall, like Mm -hmm. not tall, but I'm not my mom. Who's five one, you know, how much do you find the kind of like how we carry around the excess matters in pelvic floor health?
2: Well, you know, so there is a little physics behind it, of course. Right. Right. So if there's a little bit more abdominal fat, um, it is gonna, you know, place a little bit more strength, just like a, like a baby would. Right. You know, it's just, it's physics, right? Right. Um, it's factual. I'm not, but what I say is, okay, well, what can we do with the pelvic floor to make it stronger? I, I'm, I'm never going to tell anybody to, uh,
0: that, that, okay, there's a direct link. First, you have to lose weight before I even treat you. Right. I think- or,
2: or that, oh yeah, these are directly related. No. What if, let's see first, let's, because they'll come and they'll say, oh, my urologist told me right. that, the, uh, that the only reason is because I have too much abdominal fat. And I said, well, you know, there is a little bit of physics there. Okay, I, I get it. But what if it has nothing to do with it,
0: Well, actually? And I think and it goes back can to being, it, it may not be a singular thing. Oh, oh yes, so, absolutely, yes. And the reason I ask that is because mm-hmm. going into this kind of like, Listening to other podcasts and hearing other people's stories, so many people were like, I feel like I'm not getting medical care mm-hmm. because they just want to be like, lose weight first before I give you proper medical care. Right. Whereas losing weight may yes. be a part of the treatment. It's not mm-hmm. the whole, and yeah. and most of the time, not even the most important part of the treatment. Right. And I know for me, there are two things I've learned. I, I was sitting in an office with somebody who was like, well... I got a kayak because I wanted to, like, strengthen my abdominals, but, like, gently because my joints were hurting. Mm -hmm. I'm flat-footed. I run, like, a cow. Uh Like, and not in size. Just, like, it's like a boom, 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 boom. Always have. Running is not my thing unless somebody's chasing me with a knife. Me too. I'm not running. I get it. Yeah. And, um... But at the same time, I was like, so I'll strengthen that because it's gentle. But like, I'll do that once I lose weight. And she's like, why are you waiting to strengthen your core? And it was such a simple question that I should have like, and I was like, I don't, I don't know, because I think I feel like it's what you're supposed to do. Once you lose the weight, then you're allowed to feel better physically. Like right. it was a weird kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I didn't realize is as I've lost weight, my center of gravity changes. So you were talking about like physics mm-hmm. and I was doing something. I was squatting the other day at the gym and I found myself. Like my form wasn't great. On. And yeah. yeah. And I was leaning like a little too far forward. And I was like, and Jada's like, oh yeah, you don't have as much up there <laughs> Like, there's not as much junk in the trunk to balance you out anymore. (laughs) You have to have good form. Yeah. And it was one of those random things that you were talking about physics. And I was like, and it's true. Like, I think kind of as a somebody now who isn't attaching emotion to the size of my body, I am noticing the actual differences in before and after and things that you don't think about, you know. And I'm sure... But I think, I'm so glad you said that, and I wanted just you to expand on that because it is something that I've heard a lot is I would love to talk about, people are like, I would love for you to talk about like the disparity in like, you know, the health industry. And I'm like, oof, I'm going to have to get people on because that's not something. I have been pretty forceful in my like Mm -hmm. health that I'm like, okay, that's great. I hear you, but we're going to test other things too. And like, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to find somebody that will and so I've never experienced it, mm-hmm. but I also know that it's a huge experience for a lot of people. So I'm like, we're gonna get other people on to talk about those things because and I will be a part of it. but yeah. I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. So okay, so Same. talk to me. I always ask people define health for me. So define yeah. health like whatever it is.
2: Well, women's, he- <laughs> women's right? health. right <laughs> Because that's really forget my area. the men. yeah. No. Yeah, they don't have. They're that. not wizards. Yeah, they're not wizards. But um, I guess when it comes to women's women's health, because I know that's kind of why I'm here, we're talking about women's health. Um, it's more about body, mind, and spirit. Okay, like how you know how is your stress, how is your nutrition, how is your um, movement, um, how, you know, that's kind of what I'm like, that's what I'm thinking about as far as health. Cause we're talking about how I'm concerned with bowel health, bladder health, right. bone health, you know, like what is health? Like, what are we talking about here? You know, if I was a cardiologist, we'd be talking about heart health, right? Um, and so, but as a woman's health physical therapist, I'm concerned about your mental health and I'm concerned, I'm concerned about your spiritual health and your physical health. So it's all, I'm, I'm looking at all three of those things, right? So. Well, and I would think
0: stress too, because we tend to, when we're stressed, it affects oh. everything physically. And uh-huh. mentally. And yeah. mentally, yeah. Right. So, um, and that is something we're going to have to come back on because yeah. I mentioned it before. <laughs> I really do think that such a topic that needs to be talked about is just the sexual health. Of oh. everything and like absolutely, and I think especially as somebody that's been all kinds of sizes, how that affects your sexual health and how actual like mm-hmm. physiology affects it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're go- we're gonna have to talk about that I love because to talk sex, yeah, we have to talk sex mm-hmm. and not get voted off the island. Oh. I ha- Although I can we can we start a new island? Yeah.
1: Okay. As long as there's an island to
0: go to, I'm good. Um okay, so and the other question I I have to ask everybody. So this podcast is called Them Fat Line, because we explore, you know, where the line is between the things we do that really serve us and the things we do that are really toxic, all in the name of health. And I explained on one that's gonna release prior to this that really this came up because for me as a bigger girl, I would see everything about Body positivity and like love your curves. And I think all of that is amazing. Yes. But for me, knowing that I was carrying excess and it was causing physical health issues, Mm -hmm. I was like, where's the line between me loving and embracing them and also kind of, I don't want to say, you know, it was, I use the word glorifying, but really kind of like becoming more apathetic. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's where the line, that's where the name came from. But then it kind of evolved into like, But there's a lot of things we do in the name of health that really don't serve us. But we do it. So where is that line for you? And, like, overall, obviously it's going to be different. And everybody says that. It's different for everybody. I'm like, "Mm, way to cheat the question. But, like, where do you find the line is Mm -hmm. what you see?
2: So I remember being in a psychology class in, in college. And we were actually talking about addiction. Yes. Okay. And somebody spoke up and said, I mean, if I drink every day, am I an addict, right? Like, does that make me an addict? And he said, well, this is the thing. If it's affecting your health, if it's, your, if it's affecting um, you being out in society, right, and that kind of thing, then, then it's a problem, right? Right. So how I look at it is, if it's affecting your self worth, if it's affecting your health, if you're dying to be skinny, that's a that's a You've problem. You've crossed the line. You've crossed the line. If you're doing everything to look a certain way, that that's a problem, right? So uh, you know, you know, I want everyone to be well, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually. There's a um, healthy way to go about that, right? But I think anything in excess is right. Right. It's like, right. Right. Always, like right. anything in excess. Exercise, so important, right? Exercise can cure so many diseases, but <laughs> can also create so many. If <laughs> right. You
0: do, right. Well, and I mean, it's, I've talked about that too. Right. Okay. Is, you know, being. And if you're going to work out being in a community, that really kind of is okay saying, like, hey, you might want to do that different from a physiological standpoint. But, yeah, I 100% agree. And I think really the point, and, like, if people can take anything, is that you really do know your health. Yeah. You know where that line exists for you. And it stop trying to, like, your line doesn't have to be somebody else's line. But I think there's a generic kind of, like, when does it serve you and when does it not. Right. Um, So yeah, so tell everybody mm-hmm. like where they can follow you and kind of yeah. learn more about you and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah,
2: so I guess my handle's my Vagina Hero, the best right handle, on, the best handle on, on Instagram. On the, on the Gram. I know. I wish I came up with that myself, but actually, a patient did. She called me, her Vagina Hero. No,
1: I'm and it stuck. Hero.
2: it stuck. It um, stuck. So my Vagina Hero on Instagram, um, and then you can also follow my Facebook page. It's a woman's health page. Women's pelvic spine and core support. Um, so yeah, not yeah. on TikTok yet. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not with it yet. I'm it's getting okay. there. It's I okay. know I need to do some cute TikTok videos, but
0: we all need a lot of things, you know. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, just from a marketing standpoint, like you start where you can keep up with. Yeah. Like if you're not going to be able to like contribute mm-hmm. to just, like your own, like if you're not yeah. going to be able, to, then just. It's okay. You'll do more harm being there. But it is fun. It can it can be fun. It can also suck you in. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, again, we're going to have you on again because I do. I think that you would bring the professionalism to the sex talk. Yeah, let's so,
2: talk about
0: sex. Maybe. I was just thinking. I was like, and then the intro yeah. would be like, let's
2: talk about sex.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Um, Maybe, like, have some genuine, like, pony yeah. kind of, like, oh, going. Absolutely. Like, this could be, like, a whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm like <laughs> – Talk about some TikTok videos. Yes, Yes. absolutely. I love it. Well, thank you so, so, so much. I'm so happy. And I thank you all for listening. If you haven't subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. If you got something from this, I would love for you to screenshot it. If you're on your phone or share it in your stories, make sure to tag at Thin Fat Line and at My Vagina Hero. With that said, we will talk to you all later. Bye, guys. Oh, and remember, since I forgot to do it the last time. Honor your body for what it
1: does and not what it looks like. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Thin Fat Line. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.